heaviness that's the word when you cannot explain the emotions that goes on inside your head some sad some accusatory and some plain old love it is something to live your life as a bystander but to walk down from a podium and living like an audience that's a bit rough Nora Seed wakes up to a dull gloomy day in a little town called Bedford in UK. She waters her little cacti plant and pets her cat Voltaire. Nora seems to be this very likable person. She is a little shy to live. She resists her will to excel and explore her talent. She wants to remain simple because she doesn't want to outpower another person. It's almost like let me exist without anyone giving me second glances. Something about her is so relatable, the humility she carries just draws you, it's magnetizing. But something about her is off from the very first page. You get a whiff of anxiety at every turn. She's a 30-something and she works at String Theory, a music store. When she was growing up, she was exceptionally good at swimming. Her coaches and parents, mainly her dad, honestly believed she had the potential to become an Olympian. But it never happened. she quit at the pinnacle of her success and she was also part of her brother's band the labens reading this story from a distance i do not understand why there is an air of sadness enveloping her she was a talented kid but why a predicted olympian or a potential rock star end up working at a music store in a little town in england no one wants to be a quitter there is a shade of looseness painted on someone who does and this pressure compels people to make choices they don't want to gautama buddha being a prince gave up his kingdom to understand the bigger truths of life does that mean he was a quitter what about people who let go of toxic relationships or people who jump into startups before graduating but guess what he's a quitter if he fails he's an adventurer if he makes it there was a knock on nora's door She didn't feel like opening the door, but she did. It was Ash, the cute doctor who asked her out for a coffee long back. Unfortunately, he didn't come all the way to her apartment to ask her out again, and uh, he was the harbinger of a mental domino that was soon to follow. Walter is dead. Nora Seed walks into String Theory later that day, bedraggled and with a very heavy heart, after burying her dead cat. Her boss Neil has nothing nice to say. In fact, he tries hard, really really hard to pursue her dreams. He says working 12 years in the same job is human brutality and that she should explore the world and pursue her dreams. She studied philosophy in a London university, maybe that or give her brother's band a go again. Nora basically lost her job. Not only her job, the kid she was teaching electric piano has also just quit. Her neighbor old Mr Banerjee said that Nora needn't drop his medicines home any more. Her best friend Izzy who has settled in Australia doesn't reply back to her texts either. And the one person who actually texts her is her ex. She took two antidepressants after getting back home. I read something really interesting early in my life that at times of deepest misery you should just laugh loudly. that it's one positive way of releasing pent up emotions i have tried it once but it didn't work for me i just ended up feeling like a retarded killjoy it is very easy to go into self enquiry and take a deep look at the book of regrets 
keep playing alternate regret one after the other in our mind try to mix and match situations in such a way that the perfect melting pot rises that perfect life perfect choices leading to a perfect life but is there one really have you come across a situation where you have gotten what you have really worked for and the happiness lasted only for a few moments nora tired and broken walks into a magazine store and she bumps into ravi a former member of her band and her brother joe's best friend back there there's an argument of course ravi hits back at her saying that she cannot blame all her decisions on panic attacks that basically she has life fright what a beautiful word i instantly self diagnosed myself with this make believe condition it seems so apt tomorrow may seem scary sometimes but we would have thought this yesterday too but was today a disaster it may have been bad so many things would have gone right few things may have gone wrong but we survived why is living so scary where are the zombies or warships there are none by the end of the day neel joe ravi and nora are just filing their karma returns simple but can the same life nora is leading turn sweet again imagine living all those infinite choices in your head all those decisions done right all the chances taken all the leaps landed to safety it may feel like living in a black hole sometimes but there might be an unknown world lurking underneath we have all heard about christ's resurrection i believe human beings are given a choice to deconstruct and rise new every day every moment where you have a choice to make is an opportunity to crucify the old you and build a new one nora goes through an experience that is life changing an opportunity that is possible only in narnia perhaps a chance to undo all those lives and live the perfect life but guess what every life is a perfect life this moment right now is as perfect as it can be vyasa speaking is also available on itunes gana spotify google podcast and castbox i'll see you soon